Welcome to the Real Talk with Real Fit Pros podcast, where fitness professionals learn to get what they're worth. With over 30 years of combined experience in the fitness industry, Jonathan Loudermilk and Mark the Fitness Ninja Zolmanoff share their expertise in helping fit pros work smarter, earn more, and design a business that they love. Learn about effective social media strategies, organic marketing, client acquisition and retention, and whatever other shenanigans John and Mark bring to the table. So without further ado, please enjoy this episode of Real Talk with Real Fit Pros. All right, all right. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Man, this is exciting. Episode number one. Number one of the Real Talk of Real Fit Pros. It's your boy, Jonathan, here. And I got my, my co-pilot, Mark, the fitness ninja, Zalmanoff. That is, uh, you know, if you're listening to this, you're part of history. Yes. So, mark it down on your calendar. This day, you listen to the first episode of <laughs> Real and just, The best year of our life, quote unquote. I'm being sarcastic. 2020. We're only like, what, two weeks away from ending the shittiest year of our, <laughs> of our lifetime. And we're starting a podcast. It's great. Well, hopefully it's not the warm up to the decade, though. <laughs> ah, Link, can you imagine that right <laughs> now don't well, if you if you're don't ever say man could it, this get any worse don't say that shit because yeah. it can and yep. it will so don't yep. don't will that into existence i know Car- carol baskins is going to be dancing with the stars man like who would have thought it's gonna be crazy well as we, as we kick off this series, um, you know, we're thankful that you're here listening to us or watching this. If you're on YouTube, watching the replay we have of this. Um, what we want to talk about before we get into you know, our subject of discussion today is we like to kick off every show with an awesome story. And, you know, Mark's been doing this for 18 plus years. You know, I'm on 12 plus years. So, you know, we've seen a lot of shit <laughs> over the years. And, you know, we want to bring those stories and, you know, help bring our brothers and sisters together. So I know Mark's got a doozy he wants to share from what your lifetime days. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so years ago I used to work at, at lifetime fitness and I don't know what the legalities are of, of saying these things. So <laughs> <laughs> maybe one day that'll be edited out of here anyway. Um, and it, it's in Plano, Texas, which means it drew in a pretty high profile clientele. And it was the first one in Texas. So it was first like, you know, this club is humongous and you got the, the sauna and the, and the steam room and all the high dollar equipment. So like, it was really, really nice. And I was super stoked to work there. And so a lot of professional athletes would come in there. And especially in the off season, you know, they come in for their training or a lot of the football guys play basketball. You know, they just, that's what they did. You know, half of them were probably played in college at some point. So there was one guy in particular that he's a Hall of Fame Dallas Cowboy. Um, I'm not going to say his name, but it rhymed with Eichel Mervin. So <laughs> you, uh, you can decipher that. I wonder who that is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, that's a, I'm, just, I'm just using a pseudo name so nobody sues me. And, <laughs> and if you know this dude, like he's real loud like all the time, just loud. Like that persona that you see on TV, that's just the way that he was. He was a super nice guy, but just really loud. And in the locker room, he liked to kind of hang out. And he also kind of liked to hang out. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so one day he's they had this they had this area when you walked into men's locker room that had like couches and a TV and you know people would people would congregate there or whatever, but he'd just kind of hang out there, you know. Thankfully he put a towel down, but he was just there. <laughs> and uh so he starts talking to somebody and he and he gets all animated. You know, that's what he does. He gets all amped up and he's standing up and he's like got his foot on the table. So he's got his foot on the table and he's just, just butt naked, just standing. <laughs> and, and one of the sales guys comes walking through with a prospect to show him the locker room. <laughs> and he's like, and here's a, oh, yeah, the guy's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> guy's like oh my god and they just kind of shoveled him through really fast to the next part of the locker room i was dying laughing i'm like i don't know if that's a selling point or like i don't know but i, I hope the guy signed up you know you never I'm know like how many how many times you get to see a cowboy dick at a gym you know it's <laughs> you know that's why hall we have the hall of fame hall of fame sorry hall of fame that's really what the club enhanced me goes to to make sure that we bring in these top level celebrities in here and you get to look at the penises when you come oh, in it's fantastic God, it's so great <laughs> <laughs> there's your story time of the day Good i would have loved to have been that sales guy i would have used that but like, how many times that happened to you <laughs> that probably wasn't the first time he had seen it but i guarantee it's it been funny if he was all nonchalant about that like oh hey Hey man, <laughs> that, what you working on today? Another oh, back and buys? Cool, boy. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, you've already done legs. <laughs> oh, great. So great. All right. That's awesome, man. That, cool. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed that story. Uh, you know, we're going to be sharing tons of other ones on here. We're actually, we're getting stories from you guys as well. So make sure you share those stories down in the comments, and we might actually pick it and feature it. On a future episode so we get into what we're going to talk about today as you see in the caption of this is certifications are they worth it are they not worth it should you get them should you not get them so i know mark is super passionate about this this is his idea for the show we wanted to do today so dude i'm gonna pass the baton to you i've got my two cents i'm gonna put on obviously but uh won't you kick us off man yeah so a little background i have a bachelor's degree in kinesiology and you know it's what i went to school for it's kind of served me well throughout the years as far as, you know, not needing to continue to pursue other education, not that I don't, but, you know, I can get trainer insurance, I can be employed at places, I don't have to have a certain certification unless, you know, a facility wanted me to have it. Thankfully, I've been on my own for years, so I haven't had to worry about that. But what we see over and over and over again is trainers struggling in their business and thinking that a certification is going to solve their problem. And I can tell you in 18 years of coaching, I think I've had two people literally ask me, oh, like, what's your background? What's your education? Two in 18 years. I don't know how many thousands of people I've talked to, but I've had two people that were actually concerned about, you know, do I actually have an education? Do I have some formal training in this? Nobody cares. Like, nobody cares. And is it important? Of course it's important. Like we need to be educated. We need to make sure we're not hurting our clients. And, and really, you know, it is a lifelong thing and science changes and, and technology changes. And, you know, there's always something else to learn, but 
God, I want to bash my head in a wall when I hear people saying that, you know, I just, I need to get more certs because I don't, I don't think people understand that, you know, they, they need more education, which means I need to be more educated. I'm like, yeah, that's not going to put money on your table, buddy. And so it's, you know, it's the fallacy. And I think John, you, we were talking off air, you know, you said our industry has done such a good job at making you think that you need another certification to grow yeah. your business. Yeah. It's a business at the end of the day. Like it's just like colleges, right? It's our whole, our whole society has been indoctrinated as that is the path to success. Like you go to high school and then you go to college and then you get a job and you get married and you have kids and then you die. Like that's just how you're <laughs> supposed to do it. Right. Obviously that's not how you always have to do things, especially how in the world that we live in now, like, you know, there's never been more people that, you know, decide to go all in and become business owners or self-employed or, you know, become contractors of some sort. And, you know, my story with my certifications and what I've gotten is I started off with a sports medicine degree from good old Radford, Virginia. Are you baby? Are you for life? Right. <laughs> Love that school. Um, so I got my sports medicine degree and then I did my internship. You got, you got work for free for three months, you know, sweat equity, part of the degree. So Gold Gym was happy as hell to get me. You know, like, ooh, three months of free work. Absolutely. Come on in, Jonathan. Um, and as I went through that process, they said, hey, Jonathan, you still have to get a cert. So I'm like, what? I just spent 50 grand on a degree. <laughs> and now you want me to spend more money on some random cert. So I went and got AFA because it was convenient. And I was like, oh, right, whatever. It's just a piece of paper at the end of the day. So I go to workshop pass, do all that stuff. And as I actually get in, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to like train people. They're like, cool. And they threw a phone book at me. Your clients are in that book. What? <laughs> yeah, calm. I love it. Hit the phone. Oh, we got flyers too. There's members on the floor. So that was my real education. Didn't matter the four years I spent learning about the ATP system and anatomy and physiology and the origins and insertions of all the muscles, which I don't fucking remember any of that shit now. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, none of that mattered. All that mattered was, you know, I have to be able to get clients to actually use this stuff. And then even once I got the clients, there's a big fucking difference between the book and a real human being that you're looking at and you're talking to, <laughs> you know? So as I think about that, and, and once again, I see so many trainers focus on the education path, which once again, like, yeah, did I learn some great things I was able to use? Absolutely, right? But was that the result of why I was successful because I had a degree in certs? Absolutely not. It was actually working with people and getting actual raw experience and then getting the, the veteran trainer who had been there for two, three years and Hey man, let me put you, take you around my, or put you underneath my wing and, and show you why you shouldn't do 90 minute sessions with your clients when it's 45 minutes job. That's what it did, Mark. I, I gave him like a 90 minute back and by workout. He couldn't move for three days. I'm like, I'm just gonna work about how I work out. <laughs> Made that mistake. Um, so we, we want to talk about this with you as you listen to this, because, you know, I see a lot of trainers go down that. I want to get a bunch of certs and, you know, that first job I, I was telling you about, there was a trainer there named Ramsey who had a doctorate. So as I went in there, brand new, no experience, just got a four-year degree versus some guy who'd been there for a while and had a doctorate, I was super intimidated. Well, what I quickly found out is this guy Ramsey like was a complete nerd and zero social skills. So he had like one client that liked them, but no one else wanted to work with them. And here I am just happy to be there and just focus on making it fun for people and a good experience. 
you know, I started quickly climbing myself up the ranks as I went through with that job. And I continue that with all the other clubs I've worked at over my career, because at the end of the day, it's not about how much, you know, people want to know how much you care and your ability to relate and connect with them. And dude, I don't care what they're putting certs now. And there's all types of crazy shit they're putting in. They're trying to teach you like business skills and sales and these are all guys that work in a lab like when's the last fucking time dr todd that you sold a personal training <laughs> deal what 1980 okay cool like that doesn't work like there's things that you can only learn from people who are actually doing it right here and right now that have that live actionable skill set yeah and and you know and, and again don't get me wrong like in the past i've had nasm i had the nsca uh, strength and conditioning cert, which was the hardest damn test I ever took in my life. Um, I've had Cooper, I've CrossFit certified. Like I've had all the things, but over the years, again, nobody really cared. What they cared about was, are you helping me get the result that I want to get? And are you making it enjoyable at least somewhat, <laughs> somewhere along the process? It's got to be fun a little bit of the time. And outside of that, you know, we're in a different era now. Like, again, I think about when I started compared to now, I mean, I can go to YouTube anytime I want and learn something. I can go to Instagram and follow certain people that I know are knowledgeable that if I want to learn about how to help somebody with their low back issues or with the shoulder issue or whatever it may be, like there's resources I can go to. I don't need to take a certification. I don't need to go to a weekend course. I don't need to spend another $500. Like I don't need to do any of that. I can go directly to the source find out the answer i want and then take it into the gym and serve my clients and that and again that's all they care and and you know something that I, else i've learned over the years too is that the simpler i can make it for my clients the easier it is for them to comply yeah. you know you, you talk about the the nerd guy that you worked with you know, there was a time I think we all over explained everything because we wanted to make sure they knew what we were talking about and we wanted to show off our new skill set that we learned or whatever. But now, like when I have somebody deadlift in the gym, I'm like, okay, here's the bar, put your eyes there and I pick it up. And I just let them do it and then I'll fix shit from there. Like the more cues you give somebody, the more you overcomplicate something, the harder it is for the client to comply because they don't know, like they haven't been doing this as long as we have. Half of them haven't been off the couch for years. And, and the thing is, they don't want to do it to begin with. We're, we're going to make it even more difficult. We're going to add more friction to the process. Like, you know, who are we actually really helping at that point? I mean, you know? if, if anything, and, and this is something that, you know, John, I know you'll agree with me, is the, the things that have helped us really grow our business are business skills. And that's the marketing and that's communication and that's client retention and client acquisition. Like those are the things that help build a sustainable business. Unless you're set up somewhere where people are just feeding you clients or you work for a professional team where you're on a salary for some reason, like outside of those two arenas, the majority of our industry is left to fend for themselves. And so if you're not willing to invest the same amount of time and energy and money into growing your business skill set, then you're gonna struggle until you're out of the business. And that's the reality of it. I've seen enough of it over the years. I've been through it myself over the years. I'm like, why am I struggling so much? Well, I didn't have the business training that I needed to actually sustain for the long term. And when I started investing in that and not worrying about, can I get better at teaching someone a Turkish get up? But no, can I get better at getting new clients in the door that pay me money? 
that's when my business got better. And yeah. you just can't reiterate that point enough. Yeah. And you know, something else I'll share too is like, so there's two angles with the search, right? That they, that they get you. Um, one, well, you need to be able to they have these skill sets, whatever that is, if you're going to do well and get clients results, which they know that's why we do what we do. Otherwise we wouldn't be in this industry. And if you're not in this industry because you want to get people results, you just go ahead and quit now. I'll just say that. Right? Just, <laughs> just leave. You're not going to do well. Right now, the other component is the legality, right? Like I have to be certified because what if I get sued or, you know, like the whole like hot coffee at McDonald's, like the one person that gets the hot coffee spilled on them and they sued a whole business and blah, 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 blah. Here's the actual reality with this. And, you know, I can't name specific business names and, and people who've shared this with me for the sake of that business. And once again, I'm not a lawyer, so if I put that in small print on this, I'll do that if I have to. But <laughs> working at these big box gyms has given me some, some great insight into really how this, all this stuff works. So the reason the big box gyms require you to get a cert is because they want to have that level of authority and certainty with their actual members that they bring in there. Because legality-wise, there's only a couple of things that actually need to be brought up in the court when there's actually been real cases, like people suing the trainer for hurting them or misdiagnosis or whatever. And what they actually needed was documented workouts and a park queue. That's it. Yeah. Very rarely did they look, what was their cert? How many, how many specializations did they have? Did they have that specialization to do that type of lunge? They never asked that stuff. Did you have a fucking park queue? Was it signed? And did you document the workouts? That's all they look at. So this whole mind fuck of I have to have a cert to be able to do this is a lie. So here's me waking you up in the matrix right now. You can choose <laughs> to go back to sleep and plug that hose in the back of your head and go to dreamland. Or you can wake the fuck up and realize you don't need that piece of paper, especially if you're going to go outside of working for someone else as you do this stuff. But and by no stretch of the means am I telling you that getting a cert is terrible. What I am saying is if you're overindulging and getting certs because of that fear of I'm going to be sued or I'm not good enough, that's all in your head. It really is. Do you yeah. agree, Mark? Yeah. I mean, it's just a cert is not going to solve your business problems. Simple as that. Like it'll, it'll help you learn a new skill set. If it's something you're interested about, if there's a specific population that you tend to work with, that you feel you need to be able to serve them better because that's the way you operate and you care. Nothing wrong with that at all. It's not going to help your business. I promise you it won't, you know, and, and that's at the end of the day, that's what we see is people trying to solve their business woes through more training certifications. And it just, it won't solve it. That's not, that's not the answer. I promise you it's not. Because like John said, I've known plenty of people over the years too that got all the letters, you know, you could continue it on the back of their business cards too. Nobody cares. Because if they're not if they're <laughs> the business side of things, then they're going to struggle just like anyone else. And, and that's why there's, yeah. so many, there's so many, you know, what I think some of us would call hacks out there that have a great training business because they understand the business side of this. They're not worried about if people think they're certified or they got a degree or any of that, they're just, they got really great at marketing and painting a vision for people that people respond to and, and act upon and give them money for it. 
Yeah, man, it's funny you mentioned that. I remember I actually had a fitness client when I was in Tennessee um, and, and she ended up getting like multiple doctorates. Like she had like three or four, Jeez. but like just kept like, I got one, I go get another one, get another, it was like fucking Pokemon. Like you gotta catch them all. And I'm sitting here like, when the fuck are you gonna actually do something with this stuff? Like you're just a professional learner. And then as you, what you just said made me think of that. Like there's a lot of trainers out there that are just professional learners. Like they just want to stay on the merry-go-round yeah. and just pick up as many things as they can, but never actually get off and go do anything with it. And the truth is because they're scared. Yeah. Scared of failing. Scared of, oh, I'm not good enough. So you just stay on the ride because it feels safe. Yep. Yep. And again, like I said before, unless you're in an environment that you're on salary or people are just feeding you clients and all you got to do is service them. I mean, that's, that's great if that's what you want. Yeah. You find those unicorn positions out there, have at it, but they are far and few in between. I can tell you that. And here's the thing. If you've got that job, you don't get the bitch about it. <laughs> you don't, you get, you don't get the bitch about how much you get paid or not get paid or whatever that is, because there's a price with everything, right? So yeah, there's a lot of benefits with that as, as Mark is hitting. It's also a lot of costs. A lot of times salary comes with a chain and a leash that comes with that, right? And if you're cool with that, hey, I'm not judging you. I had a chain and a leash for a long damn time. Eventually, I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. I had to go out there and roam the streets. You know what I'm saying, Mark? I had to get out there and do my <laughs> own thing. Three years running, baby. Best yeah. decision I ever made. I but it. there's it. certain people that they're just not built for that stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just figure out where you're at, but whatever you're doing, just make sure you're not riding the merry-go-round and, and lying to yourself going, oh, this is going to help my business. Yeah. Okay. Right. You've already gotten six certs. Those didn't help. Maybe it's the seventh one. <laughs> <laughs> there's that. There's a, before we wrap this up, there's an old uh, Kanye skit from his very first album where he's talking about, I got all these degrees. <laughs> like, he's talking about getting more degrees and more degrees. Like, what are you doing? I got, I got all these degrees. And then like his dad dies and he's got all these degrees. He never did anything with them, but he's got them. <laughs> Yay is the way, 2024. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Whoa, whoa. If you're watching this first episode, obviously, look, it's called Real Talk, Real Fit Pros. If you got triggered, I'm sorry. I'm trying to help you. Because no one told me this stuff. I had to figure out the hard way. I had to unplug myself from the matrix. So we shared this with you because we fucking love you. We want to help you. We want to get back to you. And if you just like the show, you had a good time. Hey, can you make sure that you like, subscribe, uh, was it write a review? Do all the things that are the podcast things yeah, for the us. Five star, five star, five star, five star review. Shoot, you give me a one star and give me a good reason why it's a one star, I'll leave it on there. <laughs> That's very true. It has to be valid. But it has true. to be valid. You got to close me on it. Why, why is this a one star? I'll, I'll read it on the air. I have no problem doing that. So whatever it is, we do all the things for us. It helps us get in front of more fit pros just like you so we can get this message out and we can share some cool stories, make you laugh, brighten up your day a little bit. All right. I love it. I love it. Again, thanks for listening. And until next time, get out there, make good choices, and tell them what to do, John. Go get what you're worth, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn good show. Damn.